This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Tuesday, June 5th, 2018. The Shanice Lewis Show is an official sponsor of Full Figure Fashion Week Media Day at the 10th anniversary of Full Figure Fashion Week, taking place in New York City on June 18th through the 23rd. You can read more about it on the blog at ShaniceLewisShow.com. And for more information about Full Figure Fashion Week, visit FFFWeek.com. Make sure you're following the show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, or your favorite podcasting app. Today we have a very special guest. Annette Richmond is a California-born fashion stylist, writer, digital nomad, and creator of Fat Girls Traveling. Along with her blog, she is a contributor with Pop Sugar, Ravishly, and The Fat Girl's Guide. She's been featured in many publications, including Teen Vogue, Allure, Self, Shape, L-U-K, The Mike, Refinery29, Hello Giggles, and Yahoo Style. August 2018, she is hosting Fat Camp the very first ever body positive and adult summer camp, and we're going to learn all about it today. Let's welcome Annette to the show. Hi. Hi. Hi, Shanice. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So you are a fashion stylist that has worked in the fashion industry over 10 years and has dressed celebrities. Tell us about some of the people you style and projects you've done in the past. So, yeah, I went to the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising in L.A. I worked in fashion in California for over um, 10 years or probably about eight years there, and now I've been traveling and I work for an online company as a fashion stylist. But when I was in L.A., I did a ton of different shows. I worked on, you know, Oscar fashion shows. I did, you know, um, Gucci fashion shows and Chanel fashion shows. When you're in a bigger city like that, it's very – and you're in the fashion industry, it's very common to be able to find jobs like dressing models and working behind the scenes at some of the bigger shows. So I was able to meet celebrities from, you know, J-Lo and – you know, just a bunch of crazy people. I like Katie Holmes. I was at a show and met her in the bathroom. I was I did a show one time at the Beverly Hilton, um, and Prince walked by me. So just being oh in wow, LA, yeah, being in LA and working in fashion. It was the Oscars preview, so he was there for that. Um, so just being in LA and working in fashion and being in the industry, it's you know it's pretty common to be able to have those experiences to work and kind of, you know, rub elbows with celebrities when you're working at, you know, higher end for higher end designers or at higher end shows. Right. And so I thought that you were doing things in plus size fashion, but you were doing mainstream A-list things with your fashion styling. 
Yeah, when I was working in the industry, it was like uh, right, right when I was in college and just graduating from college. And so I was, you know, just trying to get a job in the industry and dressing models and taking kind of any job that I could. I worked for a designer on Melrose and was able to work with, like, Megan Good and Paris Hilton and Nicole Ritchie, dressing them for different events because it was one of the designers that they liked to wear. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when you work in the fashion industry and you work for a popular designer, you are going to have some opportunity to work with celebrities. Nice. So how did you go from fashion stylist in L.A. to an obsession with traveling? Because I know that you visited 18 countries in the last three years. So tell me how this shift happened. So I have been working for an online company as a fashion stylist for almost five years, and I was based in San Francisco. After I moved from L.A., I moved back to Northern California, where I'm from, and um, was working, you know, wholesale manager for this designer or, you know, uh, marketing manager, buyer for this store, so different jobs in the industry. And then I got a job that allowed me to kind of travel more, um, a remote job. So I had the flexibility to be able to travel and work. And after about two years of doing that, a little under two years, I decided, like, why not take the opportunity while I'm young and single to be able to travel and work and be able to make money that way. And originally it was more of domestic travel or going out of the country, like, maybe two times per year, which I think is kind of more common for people with nine-to-five jobs. In the last year, I decided to become a digital nomad and kind of give up my apartment, give up, you know, all of my basically like material possessions to be able to travel full-time and work since I do have the um, option to be able to work and travel. And then being able to write about my travel has also afforded me more opportunity to make money. So I kind of feel like I kind of have to travel so I can have something to write about so I can make money. (laughs) So when you start traveling and posting about your journeys, did you find that other plus-size women were inspired, or how did you know there was a void in the market with plus-size women in traveling? So as a plus-size traveler, I see other plus-size women traveling, but when I look at social media or just media in general, I don't really see a representation there. There were some things that happened in 2017 or 2016, actually, the last time I went to Asia, and I kind of just wrote a blog post, um, Traveling While Fat and Black, and that post Mm -hmm. kind of took off. A lot of people in the travel industry shared it. A lot of people in the fashion industry shared it, Um, and I would say, like, first, I am a fashion girl because that's my background. That's my number one love, but a very close second is travel. And so once I kind of saw that it was something that people hadn't really heard about, people weren't really talking about it in the way that I was talking about it, I discovered that that was kind of my niche. And um, Mm -hmm. from there, I started posting more travel content on my blog and was trying to find people to kind of repost my images from my traveling. I didn't see that happening. I saw the people that were reposting or were getting reposted, were kind of like thin, blonde, white women with like floppy hats and maxi dresses. And I'm like, a big girl can wear a floppy hat and a maxi dress too. Now, come on. 
So I decided right. to kind of create my own platform that showcased only fat female travelers. And so that's kind of the whole trans- transition from me being a fat female traveler to me kind of creating a platform that uh, sh- shined a light on that. So do you offer support for plush size travelers that need to be more comfortable when flying? Or do you have recommendations for people to go, or is it all of the above? It's kind of all of the above. I don't offer it, like, as a service or anything. I created a Facebook group called Fat Girls Traveling, which is similar to the Instagram page. Like, the Instagram page, we show, like, super high-end images of fat women traveling all over the world and looking stunning. Um, And then on the Facebook group, it's kind of like, a support group where people will ask questions about travel or people will just vent about, you know, size discrimination, something that happened during their day or something that their partner or their family member said to them that, you know, rubbed them the wrong way. Or people will ask for recommendations because they're visiting this city or visiting that country. So um, the Fat Girls Traveling Facebook group has kind of become like a support group for other female travelers looking for feedback um, for shopping while plus size or, you know, plus size, more plus size friendly airplanes, this kind of stuff. So it's over 4,000 of us now in the Facebook group. And so there's so many people who engage and answer questions because people have a ton of questions. I just can't answer them all. And so I'm really, mm-hmm. really happy about the community that um, we've been able to create with the Facebook group because, like one question will have like 40 different responses. Like it's really engaged and people really care about each other and we're really respectful of each other in the group and I'm really proud of the Facebook group for sure. Now is the Fat Girls Guide, the blog, is that the companion to the Facebook group? Exactly, yeah. The Fat Girls Guide, that's kind of new because we have been seeing what I've noticed with the Facebook group is a lot of the same questions will be asked. Maybe it'll be a month later or two months later that someone asks, someone will ask the same question. And so um, me and a couple of the other girls who are also travel writers decided that we wanted to create a page where Fat Girls Traveling members and other plus-size travelers could go to get those answers all in one place because, like, in Facebook, it can be a little complicated. You have to, like, use a search tool and search through all of these comments or all of these posts to find the answer to what's the best walking shoe for Ireland, you know? So, Mm -hmm. basically, we decided to create a blog that, you know, answers those questions and um, looks through the Facebook and sees what people are really wanting to know and coming together as kind of travel professionals and creating the content so that it's like evergreen and people can always use that as a resource. So is this um, traveling uh, interest, is, is this what got you involved in the body positivity movement or were you involved before this popped off? I was involved before it popped off. I was a plus-size blogger, a plus-size fashion blogger, because, like I said, fashion has been my, like, number one love. Um, And so I still write about fashion on my blog now, but I also write about travel. I feel like my blog, I want it to encompass, like, where I'm at in my life. And so right now my life is about, like, trying to look cute and, like, trying to see as many countries as I can, you know? So that's what I'm writing about. (laughs) Right. Right. So... Uh, you use the word fat in a lot of your projects. Is there, uh, do you do that on purpose 
or is it just a coincidence? I do do it on purpose. I feel that for me, that is just a descriptor. It's not inherently negative. I feel like people put um, a negative like sense on it, and it does have some uh, emotional baggage for some people. But I feel that like when you take the power out of the word, then it's just a word. And for me, fat is the same as short. Fat is the same as tall. You know, fat is the same as single. Like, it's just a woman. It's just a descriptor. It doesn't define who I am. It's just um, my body has fat on it. Most bodies do, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so with the theme of fat in your project, one of your newest projects is the Fat Camp. Now, tell me about Fat Camp. So Fat Camp, I'm super excited about it. Um for the past four summers, I've worked at a summer camp in North Carolina, and so I would tell my friends and share pictures on social media of me just doing things here in North Carolina, doing things at the summer camp um, last year, because I've had fat girls traveling for just over a year. So last year when I was here at camp, I was posting pictures like in the pool and posting pictures doing things on the lake here. And so many of the members were like, that looks so cool. Like, I would love to go back to summer camp. And even my, like, straight size friends would be like, you're so lucky. You get to, like, relive your childhood every summer. And that's pretty much what it feels like. I did go to camp as a kid, so it kind of feels like I get to reconnect with my childhood and, you know, live in the nostalgia of my camp days in a way. Uh, and I had really positive memories of camp, but I know some people don't have as positive memories of camp or Maybe they didn't have even that opportunity as a kid to attend camp. And so I wanted to create something specifically for, you know, my niche, you know, the fat girls who love to travel, um, create something for us where we can come to camp, kind of relive our childhood um, with, like, you know, arts and crafts and making lanyards and making friendship bracelets and, you know, going kayaking or paddle boarding or tubing, just different things in the summer sun. But then also I invited some Uh, people who I admire in the plus size community and even some of my friends who are pretty doing pretty well in, you know, the plus size fashion um, area. Um, And just to get them to talk to the campers about, you know, body positivity, body image, you know, personal style, developing personal style um, and travel. You know, I feel like all of those things kind of work hand in hand and they're all the things that I love and I see so many questions about style and tra- and travel and fashion in my Fat Girls Traveling Facebook group that I knew that this was something that I kind of need to bring all together and have some, like, professionals in those sectors talk to the campers about it. Um, and so I'm calling them, like, our VICs, our very important campers, and I'm super excited. There's four of them. They're going to be here all weekend um, for the entire camp. So not only are they going to be leading, you know, sessions and workshops, they're going to be at the pool party with you and having, you know, dinner in the dining hall with you. So it's like we're all just going to be one big family bonding over s'mores and self-love. Now, Fat Camp is going to be in Hendersonville, North Carolina. So that is not where you're based. You just usually go there for the summertime. Yes. In the summertime, this is my first summer working at a summer camp here. And luckily, you know, I've built really great relationships with the owners of the camp, and they're giving me a really great deal to be able to use the camp for Fat Camp. And they just really believe in what I'm doing with Fat Girls Traveling. 
um, and they want to just give me an opportunity to take it to the next level. So I really appreciate them for giving me the opportunity. The space here at camp is super special to me. It's really personal and special. So I feel like it's also something that I'm able to share with other people because it's it's really a magical place. Now, I read that this fat camp is a member-only retreat. So what do you have to be a member of, the Facebook group? Well, originally I was saying just because, like, with having the Facebook group, there's so many, like, men and people who try to get into it because people have, like, an obsession with, you know, or fetishes, Mm -hmm. different things. You know what I mean? So I've made made the group pretty private. There's questions that you have to answer to get in the group, and then you have to be approved. And originally I made it, like, members only, but I I basically want it to be, like, a safe space for fat people. I don't want straight-sized people coming to fat camp so that they can feel great about themselves. You know what I mean? Like, you don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to be a member of the Fat Girls Traveling Group. Originally, that was the concept, is that – and to be a member of the Fat Girls Traveling Group, you just ask to be a member on the Facebook page. You know what I mean? Um, right. But I do want it to be a safe space for fat people, and I do – and I know that sounds exclusive, and, I, you know, I'll have to deal with that whenever, but I do want it, us to have something for us, you know, like a, a space where we don't have to feel uncomfortable or self-conscious where we can just wear our bikinis and look, you know, hot and eat as much as we want and not have to feel guilty, you know, have happy hour every day and have a ball. And so I do want it to be exclusively for fat girls. Right. Now, you briefly mentioned that you're going to have some very important campers. So let's um, go down the list and talk a little bit more about each of your special guests. Now, tell me, Tell me um, the names and who they are, your very important campers for Fat Camp. Sure. So I have Sarah. She's from Curvely, and she deals with a ton of different, like, major fashion designers. She's based in New York. And so she gets invited to, like, you know, all the Fashion Week shows and um, has a campaign, um, Plus Size Please, where she will – like, what I love about her is she always is doing these dressing room try-ons, like, in the fitting room, and so she'll go when there's a new collection with Target or a new collaboration with this designer trying to develop something in the plus-size space, she'll go into the dressing room and she'll try it on and she'll take you with her and show you how everything is fitting on her body so that you can have a better idea of how it might fit on you. So if something is, like, a size 18 and she's a size you know, 18 and she can't fit it, so then she's knowing that it's running small. So if you're a size 20 and you go in there and try to try on the size 18, you know it's not going to fit you because you've already seen behind the scenes of how it's fitting. You know what I mean? So I love the fact that she kind of goes in there, tries all the stuff on, does the heavy lifting, but then she also has relationships with these designers and has a campaign to – um, encourage straight size designers to be more inclusive. But then she also, like, by going in and trying it on and seeing if it's actually inclusive or if, or if it's just, like, a vanity size. Um, so mm-hmm. Sarah is going to talk about, you know, plus-size fashion and her work that she's doing in the industry to try to, you know, shove in in there and make more space for us because I feel like fat girls have to wear cute clothes too. You know what I mean? So I don't know what's the hang-up and why it's taking so long for people to actually – want to take our money, you know. Um, so I'm <laughs> right. super excited to have Sarah here. 
Um, Liz is from PS Fashion. She writes for a lot of different, you know, great outlets, including Refinery29. Um, and she's super open, like, on her social media. She'll talk about, you know, her uh, issues with weight loss and having an eating disorder and overcoming that and her body image and how it's not perfect, you know, how she's working and struggling today. She's feeling great. And so she's just really transparent um, with everything that she's dealing with, not only physically, but like psychologically, like mentally. And both of those things are really related. And it's nice just to have someone who can be really open and vulnerable about it. Um, And so she's going to be talking about like overcoming an eating disorder, overcoming, you know, self-image issues to be the person that she is now And knowing that, you know, she's still evolving, you know, she's not at the finish line. None of us are, in my opinion, you know. Right, right. And I have Ashley from Fabulous, and I'm super excited because I did want to get some local girls, too, and she's a super popular, uh, like, personal style blogger. She talks about um, living in the South, you know, growing up here in North Carolina, Um, and kind of developing her own style with kind of a little bit more of a country vibe, in my opinion, but, like, not country, but, like, southern. Like, I feel like it's a little bit different, like, the southern style versus, like, maybe a New Yorker style or even, like, a California Mm -hmm. style. I feel like they're also Mm -hmm. different. And I believe that she has a lot to share as far as, like, developing your own personal style and just, you know, finding – um, what's going to be comfortable for you, but then taking it that extra edge maybe with some accessories or maybe with some shoes that's going to make it like a statement look for you. Um, and I feel like she does that super well, and it's something that she can really, you know, share with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to be talking about travel. I have a, a couple other women who are helping me, um, like, uh, travel travel with Curves. She's also from North Carolina. She's a plus-size travel blogger. She's going to be talking about travel with me, Um, and I feel like that's going to be more collective because all of these women travel very frequently. I'm super proud that all of them are a part of the Fat Girls Traveling group, and they were on Facebook before I even, you know, asked them to speak at Fat Camp, so that was important. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like it's really important to have some of the members who travel who have shared their images in the Facebook group, and they've been featured on the Instagram page to be there, and people can meet them in real life. Um, the last person that I'm going to have speaking is Kristen. Kristen, sorry. She is the current uh, Miss North Carolina plus size. So she's basically a beauty queen. And I feel like as, you know, fat people, as plus size people, as people in general, one of our biggest fears is that we're going to be judged by other people. And the truth is we are going to be judged by other people. Everyone judges everyone. But I feel like it takes something special to put yourself in front of others specifically to be judged. And I feel like that's what you have to do as a beauty queen. You you put yourself in a vulnerable position, expecting to be picked apart, expecting to, you know, probably not win. There's so many people going for this one crown. And I feel like the fact that she was able to put herself in that position and win, that takes something special. And I want her to talk about, you know, um, just, judgment and being judged and also putting yourself in a situation where you are going to be harshly judged and, and getting over that and winning mm-hmm. or sometimes not winning, yeah. you know? Yes, yes. Now, is this going to be an annual event or you don't know yet? I'm hoping to make it an annual event, but it obviously depends on the success of this. Like, I'm putting a ton of effort and energy 
and money behind it. And so hopefully, you know, it'll be a, a huge success. I know that especially as travelers, some people will plan out their summer, you know, much more further in advance. I'm kind of, I'm a digital nomad, so I can wait to the last minute to plan stuff. So I'm hoping that people, you know, get excited about it, and this one can be amazing, and then we can do one every summer. Now, do you have sponsors for this event or looking for sponsors for the event? I'm still looking for sponsors, but I'm, like, in my head, I would rather pay for it myself than take money from someone who I don't think really believes in the cause, you know? someone who just Mm -hmm. wants to show face or someone who kind of wants to get their way into the body positive um, space and maybe they're not a body positive company. And so that's really important to me. Like integrity is really important to me. And so I have been reaching out to some people and, you know, following up, I do have a background in fashion PR. So, you know, I will keep going until I get that no. (laughs) Uh, But I am not just accepting any sponsor because, you know what I mean, integrity is important, and it, it has to be someone who really cares about fat women and not just our right. <laughs> So um, how can you purchase tickets to uh, be a part of this event? Sorry, one second. Okay. <laughs> Are you there? Yes. I'm so sorry. Um, so to purchase tickets for the event, you have to go to fatgirlstraveling.com, and there is a section that says Fat Camp where you can purchase your tickets and get more information on the schedule, more information on the VIC, um, and kind of a breakdown of what. Now, since you have a background in fashion, I'm curious to why you didn't have a plus-size fashion event versus fat camp? Well, I feel like there's a lot of plus-size fashion events. Like, I love plus-size fashion events. I go to them, you know, being in the Mm plus-size fashion industry. But I definitely felt like there was something missing as far as Mm -hmm. other opportunities and other events. And I feel like um, a place where my situation is different than others is the the fact that I do work at a summer camp and I do have access to this. And I, like I said, I feel like it's an opportunity to kind of relive your past and to be a little bit more nostalgic and create those like lifelong memories that summer camp brings. Um, and I want to offer that to grown women, you know? Yeah. And I think it's great because there are a lot of plus size fashion events and sometimes People just recreate the same thing over and over instead of trying to uh, be innovative and and present something new to the community. So I think that's awesome. Yeah, I don't want to, like, reinvent the wheel. Um, There are, like you said, a ton of great plus-size fashion events, and I think that that camp is something that people haven't seen, people haven't done, and I feel like it's a great opportunity to get out of your comfort zone because I feel like with traveling, that's kind of the most important thing to remember. You are in a different country. Sometimes they speak a different language. It's going to be uncomfortable, but sometimes that's when you learn the most about yourself is when you are outside Mm -hmm. of your comfort zone. And being at summer camp, which most people haven't done since they were a kid, 
can be a little bit daunting and a little bit uncomfortable. And I feel like when you put yourself in those situations, that's when you grow, that's when you learn the most. So, again, Fat Cap is in August, but tell me the exact dates again. So, Fat Camp is August 24th to 27th. For people who don't have the opportunity to stay until Monday, there is an option to stay from Friday to Sunday. But then there are people who have a little bit more flexibility who can go from Friday to Monday. So, there's two price up options and two date options for that. And like I said, you can go to fat, fatgirlstraveling.com to purchase your tickets and to get more information on Fat Camp. Now, do you have anything else coming up we should be on the lookout for, or are you just focused on Fat Camp right now? Yeah, right now I'm focused on Fat Camp. I always have a million things going on. <laughs> but that is kind of my number one focus right now. I'm super excited. Today, actually, I heard from the uh, producer of Fatitude, which is a body-positive film that talks about, like, the diet industry and diet culture um, and, you know, talks to a lot of different people, advocates in the community, including Jess Baker, who I know you recently had her on a show of yours. Right. Um, and yes. so I just was able to secure a screening of Fatitude at that camp. Super excited oh, about awesome. that. Yeah, because that's the way they're showing the film. It's not like you can just go to any movie theater or, like, get it on Netflix. You you have to go to a screening, and they're not all the time. So I'm super excited that um, Lindsay, who's one of the producers of the movie, kind of really believes in Fat Camp and what I'm trying to do with it and is allowing us to have a screening. Yeah, that's a perfect fit, actually. That goes really well together. Well, congrats yeah. on that. So, Thank um, you. Before you go, tell us your social media pages and handles so we can keep up with everything and see the pictures. Will you be posting pictures while <laughs> everything is going on, or is it a private event? Of course. No, we're going to be posting pictures the whole time. One thing I really love about the Fat Girls Traveling Instagram is that we live in the stories. So I have members do takeovers. Like when people are traveling to different countries, they can take over our Instagram story and, like, take you with them. And it's really, really cool to be able to see the different places and to see the different ways that people travel. But the Fat Girls Traveling Instagram handle is at Fat Girls Traveling, or you can find us on Facebook. It's Fat Girls Traveling. It's a private group, though. You can find us, but you do have to answer some questions to get in there. Um, and my Instagram is for, at from a net with love, and my blog is fromanet.com. And that, that's where you can find me. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It was an absolute pleasure talking with you today, and you've inspired me to, I need to start traveling more. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me, Shanice. It's a, I love your show, so it's great to be able to be a guest. Thank you. So enjoy the rest of your evening and have a great event. You too. Have a great night. Thank you. And thank you very much to our guest. For being on the show today, Annette Richmond, make sure you check out her blog, Facebook group event. And I've been your host this evening, Shanice Willis. Thank you always for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. 
been listening to the Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 